0: Turn it up!
1: Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 Hyde Park Ave, Hyde Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 178 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the Dayspring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now let's listen to today's message from Pastor David.
2: Through faith. I want you to listen to that very well. Very, very important. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. Now he says that the blessing of Abraham, instead of curse, now we have the blessing of Abraham. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. In Christ Jesus that we Might receive the promise of the Holy Spirit through faith that we Might receive the promise of the Holy Spirit Through faith the real blessing of Abraham is The Holy Spirit through Faith amen the real Blessing of Abraham is that you Receive the Holy Spirit The real blessing of Abraham Is the receiving of the Holy Spirit so when you say Abraham's blessings are mine You're talking of the Holy Spirit. God living on the inside of you. That is the real blessing. Through Christ, we have received the Holy Spirit and as a result, we have the life of God in us. We have the the eternal life in us. We have eternal life in us. Through Christ, we have received the Holy Spirit and as a result, we have the life of God in us. We have eternal life. The power of an endless life. It is through the Holy Spirit that we have the nature of God. Amen. The inheritance of the saints. Personality and property inheritance. Let's go to Romans chapter 7. We're just going to read a portion of Romans chapter 7. Our text is Romans chapter 8. Basically, what you're going to hear, uh, what you're going to read in Romans chapter 7 is this Romans chapter 7 portrays the futility of the law to liberate man from sin. The powerlessness of the flesh to fulfill or do the requirements of the law, and the resultant outcome of these, which is utter frustration of man to save himself, even as he yells out a cry for help. In Romans chapter 7 verses 24 and 25, "O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Again, Romans chapter 7 when you read it. And there is a lot of controversy concerning Romans chapter 7. Whether Paul wrote it before he was saved, after he was saved. Or was what, Paul really saying here? Was he talking about himself? Or was he talking about somebody else? Or was he just, just talking about man in general? In all of it, this is the summary of it. Romans chapter 7 portrays the futility of the law to liberate man from sin. The powerlessness of the flesh to fulfil or do the requirements of the law, and the resultant outcome of these, which is utter frustration of man to save himself. Even as man, as the man yells out a cry for help in Romans seven twenty four to twenty five, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Then Romans chapter eight. Comes. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life, the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, has made me free, has set me free from the law of sin and death. What you see in Romans chapter 7 is the law of sin and death now in romans chapter 8 is talking about the law of the spirit the law of the spirit the holy spirit the power of the spirit of life in christ jesus who has now set him free from the law of sin and death so looking at romans chapter 8 verse 1 we see justification from sin there is therefore now no condemnation them who are in christ jesus there is now there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus if you are in christ jesus if you have accepted jesus into your life there is now no condemnation to you so there is justification from sin verse 2 talks about liberation from sin it says for the law of the spirits of life in christ jesus has made me free has made me free has liberated me has set me free from the law of sin from the law of sin when you talk of law you're talking of power any law has power has power to bind you and to set you free amen the law of massachusetts has power to bind you and to set you free The law of any place has power to bind you and to set you free. So the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. The law of sin and death talks about the force, the power of sin and death. And until somebody receives Jesus into their life, until you accept Jesus into your life, until you repent of your sins and ask Jesus to come into your life, until you really, really, really submit yourself to God, that law of sin, that power of sin binds you and you keep on sinning and you keep on sinning and as the scripture says he who commits sin is of the devil but when we receive Jesus into our life that law that power is broken by the law by another law the law of the spirit of life instead of the law of flesh or the the law of sin and death now we have the law of life the law of life the law of the spirit Amen. So if you are finding it difficult to obey God, finding it difficult to live as a Christian, you know, you're just wondering how other people do it. I don't know how they do it. I just can't do it. It only means that you haven't really given your life to Jesus. Maybe you are born in church. You are born into church. You are even born inside church. Maybe the priests or the pastor, whoever, Assisted in giving birth to you. And right after you came out, they even prayed on you. They poured water on you. And poured the anointing oil on you. And prayed for you. That does not make you a child of God. doesn't make you a child of God. What makes you a child of God is your conscious, you know, declaration. Conscious acceptance. Your, your intentional acceptance of God into your life. Once you come to that age of accountability. Amen. So, if you find it difficult to really do the things of God, to fulfill the requirements of God, you probably don't have the Holy Spirit that you need to be able to obey God. Amen. So, Romans chapter 8 verse 1 talks of the justification from sin. Romans chapter 8 verse 2 talks of liberation from sin. Liberation from the power of sin. You are set free from the power, the bondage of sin sin is a bondage sin is a power sin is not just a thing sin has power to bind but the holy spirit jesus has power to set you free so once you accept jesus into your life you are justified and you are liberated from the power of sin and verse four now you receive an empowerment in your spirit against sin or over sin in verse four it says that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh or who do not live according to the flesh but according to the spirit. That the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. We might be able to do what God asks us to do. We receive an enablement to be able to do what God is asking us to do. So, verse 4 talks of empowerment in your spirit against sin by the Holy Spirit. Again, it's the Holy Spirit that gives you an empowerment in your spirit to be able to do. Remember, again, when somebody gives their life to Jesus, it's the Holy Spirit that comes into their spirit and makes their spirit or gives life, the life of God, to their spirit. Amen. The first place of the experience of salvation is in the spirit, in your spirit, man. Your spirit man becomes born again. You might not look like born again, but your spirit man is born again. And verse 5 talks of empowerment in your soul against sin. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So, when you talk of mind, you're talking of what? The soul. Your your mind talks of your soul, or your soul talks of your mind, your will, your emotions. So, it's talking about the mind. Those who set their mind on the things of the spirit, not on the things of the flesh. So, you also receive an empowerment in your soul, in your mind. There is an empowerment in your soul, in your mind against sin. By the Holy Spirit again. It's the Holy Spirit that does that. Verse 10 also talks about empowerment in your body. Amen? Mm -hmm. So it's not just an empowerment in your spirit. There is an empowerment in your soul. There is an empowerment in your body. All by the Holy Spirit. There is an empowerment in your body against sin. Verse 10. Romans 8.10 And if Christ is in you. Yeah, the body dies because of sin. Or the body is weak because of sin the body is powerless because of sin but the spirit is life because of righteousness but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you this is not talking about restoration on the day of restoration on the last day it's talking about now Amen. That if the Spirit of Him, of the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, dwells in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead will quicken. The Holy Spirit will quicken your mortal bodies. The Holy Spirit will give life to your mortal bodies. And it goes on to talk about our indebtedness to the Spirit or to the Holy Spirit in verse 12. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. So much has the Holy Spirit done for us.
1: We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel located at 1628 Hyde Park Ave in Hyde Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m. Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 730. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778 extension 2.